word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day, because we still haven't updated that imaging, don't know if we ever will. First word of the day is hamartia. H-A-M-A-R-T-I-A, hamartia. The character defect that causes the downfall of a protagonist in a tragedy. Tragic flaw. Hamartia. Hamartia. I'm... One more time, please. That's exactly how I think you're supposed to pronounce it. All right, stop. Uh, And then, Flan, your word of the day, unofficially brought to you by UrbanDictionary.com, is press. And that's to approach someone in a disrespectful way or to confront someone and question them. Sounds good. Yeah? Yeah. That's your word, press. Press. So stop pressing, or you'll get pressed. I don't think I just used that correctly. I think I did use it correctly, just back-to-back sentences like that. They kind of cross-cancel each other out. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Rough. All right. Uh, decent show today. No, no. Great show today. Uh, lots of content to get to. Cover some things in the talking points. We got stat of the day, three up, three down. A interview with... Chris Codding, he rode his bike really across country, but it's like he rode kind of down south from Boston and then cut across the southwestern part of the United States and then rode up the coast. About two months, but we we, we got that interview coming later. I'm not going to spoil it all. Yeah, already. And then we got winners and losers of recent sporting headlines after that, and then we'll finish it up with a pop culture update. So, uh, Flan, are you ready to go? No. How about now? Mm. All right, you let me know when you're ready to go, and we'll go. I'm not ready. All right, let's go. <laughs> Are we going to go? We're go- let's, uh, let's go. Let's get it on. Wings grow. Can't call it cloud nine till my team know. 
out shopping, they be like, what's poppin', ayy? Wait, something different, more or less him. And I can tell, you can tell, so more or less, wait, something different. Best way for me to describe it, quality street music, South Central edition, Crenshaw. Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the podcast by Regular Joes for Regular Joes, sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay a sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth, joined in studio, or in the studio garage, I should say, by my friend and co-host, Brennan Flanagan. Hello. How's it going, Flam? It's going. It's going. Got some new weightlifting shoes, footloose and fancy free. Yeah. You, what are you gonna? Is your stick gonna be not talking? That's gonna work very well for the show. All right. Uh, I just matched the thirty-one-year-old on Bumble. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Premium content there. Uh, changed up the intro song there just for this. Uh, just for this episode, we'll explain that later on in the episode. Although I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, all right, Flynn. Talking points. I got three here that we can uh, start with. And uh, lately, I've been having you pick, so I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with that. So I think it's working out well. I think yes. keeps you a little bit more in- interested before you wander off. Uh, you want AAF, Final Four, or Coach Cal? Coach Cal. Oh, Coach Cal. Okay. Uh, did you see that Coach Cal got a lifetime deal? I did see that. Yeah. What do you think of it? Uh, That's jo- the trap good, here. Good job. I'm gonna have you talk. Good job security. Good job security. I want to know though, is it a lifetime contract? Uh, I already don't even like this new format we're doing right now. <laughs> you ask me questions. <laughs> I really hate it. I have to work twice as hard. Uh, my question is, is it something that even if he gets fired, he's still getting paid after because it's a lifetime contract, or is there a giant buyout, or what? Like he just retires and he still gets paid, or is it just while he's living and then it's done? I like what is the limitations on a lifetime contract? I don't know. I've never had a lifetime contract. That's what so. I'm curious about. Is it I lifetime that yeah. lifetime that you're employed, or are you just employed lifetime? Like I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. So until he dies, he's under the under the uh, rule of Kentucky. Kentucky just tells him what to do. Yeah. Hey, you still got to go. I know you're 99. You got to drink your Metamucil and get out there and get on the recruiting trail. There's going to be the Joe Pa of college basketball (laughs) out there with a walker getting knocked over at the Final Four because they'll still be making it. Still pumping out NBA prospects. Do you know he's 60? Coach Cal is 60 years old. Ages well. He does, yeah. Well, you know, having a lot of financial security will do that for you. Yeah, you know? I feel it. But I, I, when I heard the report that he that there was an offer made by UCLA, I didn't believe it. I was like, why would he leave Kentucky? He's done a very good job at Kentucky this far. So, why? Yeah, it didn't, didn't make sense to me. Um, all right, next up, you want to talk about the AAF or the Final Four? Uh, Final Four. Okay. Um, oh, shoot. Not prepared. Got my pants down. I need to grab our brackets. Say something. 
Hello. That's it? That's all I have. Okay. Good stuff. All right, back into the picture. Thank you for heroically stepping in and being able to carry the show. You shouldn't have. All right, my bracket is torched. I'm looking at this right now. I Mine had, was more than torched. I had Michigan State against Gonzaga, and I had Tennessee against UNC. Uh, Michigan State is the only team that's alive, and I had them losing in the final. Or, oh, no, that's Tim's bracket. I, I misread that. So Tim's Tim bracket. Tim probably did a better job than us. Uh, probably. I'm looking right now. Um, you had Duke, Florida State, Virginia, and North Carolina. So not one of them made it. Nope. Nope. That was terrible. So your bracket's busted. I had Michigan State, Gonzaga, Tennessee, and North Carolina. So the same as Tim. Uh so I had one. So I did better than you by one. I'm pretty proud of myself. I was so like about a week ago. We did not pick games because a week, for our show a, week bracket. A, a week ago I was very, very, very um confident in my bracket. And yeah, and, and then what happened? All shit the bed. Yeah. Oy vey. Not too not too good for you, sir. I actually want to do this real quick. So Duke beat Virginia Tech, so that's a good one. Michigan State got in. Gonzaga Gonzaga lost to Florida State, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Man, that one sucked. And then Texas Tech. No, Gonzaga lost to Texas Tech. Oh, so Gonzaga did win. Yeah. Gonzaga did win. Okay, so that's three extra wins for me there. Irvine, that was a bust. Forget Irvine. Tennessee <laughs> Losing a Purdue. Smartest man in the room. Yeah, I know. I thought it was. <laughs> and then UNC. No, UNC lost to Auburn. See, that's what happened. Oy, oy, you got oy. the first game right, at least for Irvine. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Credit to me. And then uh, Kentucky beat Houston, but then Auburn beat Kentucky. Yeah, that was – oh, man, it was rough for me. It was rough. Uh, you, not so much. You did pretty well. I and didn't then, do too well. Uh, well, you had Texas Tech. But you had Florida State, you had Florida State going to the Final Four, and that's not happening. Virginia, that's not happening. Tennessee, that's not happening. North Carolina, that's not happening. Kentucky, that was right. And then North Carolina, yeah, your bracket is busted, sir. Okay, matchups for the Final Four is uh, Michigan State versus Texas Tech. And uh, what do you think of that, Flan? Uh, I like Texas Tech. Really? Why? Because I'm right with the underdog. This is a dogs tournament. The real dogs. Dogs are going to take it. <laughs> None dog. <laughs> what, what was that? Jesus Christ. I'm a little worried now. All right. Uh, dogs are going to take it. That's excellent insight right there. Jared Pruden, baby. Who's the team? Is it Purdue? Yeah. Halper. Stop. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> Jim Halper. <laughs> uh, yeah, who's, the, who's who's Auburn playing in the Final Four? <laughs> what? Who's Auburn playing in the Final Four? Auburn's playing uh, Virginia. Ah, that's right. Virginia. Oh, so Virginia did make it. I crossed it on in your bracket, and that was wrong. My bad. So you did a little bit better than I was willing to give you credit for. That's right. Virginia versus Auburn. Good luck deciphering who's cheering for who up in the stands. Don't they have the same colors? I don't know. Yeah, they do. That joke didn't land. All right. Uh, so, yeah, you're saying Texas oh, Tech over ooch, Michigan State. Ooch, 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 ooch. Sorry. Well, I know. We're watching baseball and you get distracted. Uh, so, you're saying Texas Tech beats Michigan State and Virginia beats Auburn. 
Uh, Auburn beats Virginia. Auburn beats Virginia. The dogs, baby, the dogs. <laughs> They're tigers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're gonna say it's Texas Tech versus Auburn. It's gonna be a three-five matchup. Three-five matchup. And then in the championship game for the Auburn's first time ever. Take it. Auburn's, Auburn's gonna, gonna take it. Auburn's gonna take it as a five. The lowest seed to ever win it. Uh-huh. That's your hot take. Yep. My God. All right. Well, very entertaining tournament thus far. I've been a fan. Uh, plenty of upsets. Intriguing games. Interesting games. Uh, but this Final Four, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be. I think Michigan State's going to beat Texas Tech. But that game will be very close. And then uh, Virginia versus Auburn. I think Auburn could beat Virginia. But I think Michigan State's going to win it this this year, go around, man. They just seem like the most complete team. I love complete. Yep. Love uh, complete. Okay. And what? That doesn't All right. Last up on the talking <laughs> points here. <laughs> the AAF folded. It folded. It's done. I think we could have all seen this coming. Yeah? The dog didn't survive. Okay. <laughs> it was an underdog. Didn't survive. I mean, I guess. <laughs> be, thank you for being difficult. You're welcome. All right. Uh, yeah, AAF folded. It's, what was it, seven weeks in? I, th- this is... Eight we, weeks. Eight weeks. Okay, excuse me. What we learned is that America doesn't love football as much as they claim they do. Or at least not this quality of football. Cause I Should think have taken Eminem's um, advice and just a lot of fighting. Let him fight. Yeah, that would have been an interesting wrinkle for the pat for the last four weeks of the season. Just hey, you don't like that penalty call? You're allowed to, but you got to take off the helmet. Cause punching with the helmet on that doesn't make sense. I don't get that one. Uh, but yeah, after eight weeks, they had one buyout already. They were on the verge of going broke. I think what happened is the uh, the the Hurricanes owner who invested in it. He realized uh, on a week by week basis how much he was losing, and he's just like, wait, I have to do this for how much longer? And uh, there was also an app, I guess, that they were waiting on to help him with gambling. And they didn't get the app off, or he was not feeling too confident about the app. So he said, you know what? Just shut it down. Just cancel everything. Just eat it. Love eating so it. Now it makes me wonder, what's going to happen to the XFL? Uh, same thing. You think the XFL? But will the XFL make it? I think the XFL make it a season past one season because Vince McMahon got embarrassed the first time that came around in 2001. So, uh, but also shout out the XFL. That's how I got my gamer tag. So, uh, he hate me because he does hate me. But um, I don't think I think the XFL will do fine for the first year. I think they'll struggle, but they'll have enough money to go on for a second year. And well, after struggling. the after the second year, what are you doing? Stop. I'm just, just talking. Okay. Whatever pops in my head, just let it fly. And All right. It's, is that a new approach? Yeah. Okay. Unfiltered. <laughs> Raw. That one's not working. You're <laughs> bar. That's uh, one of the funniest scenes. Is Michael, Michael has the, <laughs> the shade just half, half down. Brent calls Ryan in his room. It's <laughs> help. It's a great show, but now's not the time, man. Was that on at home before you left? No, I, you I just watch have it in the office every night before I go to bed. It's that was on your, last night. It's in your database. Ah, oh, it's too funny. To <laughs> what about date Mike? Nice to meet me. <laughs> nah, prison Mike's better. <laughs> the Dementors. <laughs> the Dementors. They're, they're everywhere. <laughs> you be the cream of the crop. <laughs> Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. <laughs> You be no, not like cream, 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 You be the bad ball. <laughs> Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. Damn it, Blair! 
All right. Do you have any any useful feedback about the AAF, or is this a lost cause? This is a lost cause. Lost cause. All right, just like the first season of the AAF. All right, now it's going to be time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. Russell Westbrook recorded the second ever 2020-20 triple-double in NBA history. It's time for three up, three down with Tim Brown. Tim, thank you for that stat of the day. Um, yes, the significance of the 2020, if you will. I, I didn't know, honestly, until uh, you told me before we started this recording. Uh, yes, it is because I am that white kid that is the fan of Dipsy Hustle. But, uh, yeah, 2020 equals 60 for the Rolling 60 Crips, the uh, affiliation of which he was with back when he was thugging on uh, Bullets Ain't Got No Names, Volume 1. Volume 2, and two. I think Volume 3. So, nice. all right, a uh, little fun little trivia there. Anyway, um, yeah, now back, back to backing away from my super whiteness. Um, Tim, three up, three down. It's been a while since we've done this, but uh, I think I remember how the games go or how the game goes. You're going to give us three upbeat positive stories and then three downbeat not so good stories. Man, that's... Just that music's so wonderful. Yeah, it means that. Okay, but not that music, Flan. What are you doing? Sorry. Oh, it's so close. Jesus. Love Game of Thrones. It is so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Jeff, Week and a half. I, I was the 1% and I started watching the show and I thought to myself, this show's stupid. I'm not going to like it. 15 minutes in, hooked. It's the best show ever. Okay. It's a really fucking good show. I'll take you guys' word for it. No, I, just too cool I, for I, it. I didn't say that. Those are your words, not mine. But if you're you basically implying it, though. if you think I'm really cool, that's dope. <laughs> <No>. but... <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> kidding, kidding. Absolutely that kidding. Boring time for you. you okay. Know, right. In sports, when it's just boring, there's nothing on like All Star Weekend for NBA. There's nothing else going. That passed. I'm well, next year. Next year. You okay. Shirt burp. Yeah, we'll wait till it hits Netflix. Maybe I'll watch it then. Probably not though. Got a long, got probably a long never hit Netflix. Whatever. All right. Uh, three up, three down. Three up, three down. Are we starting up um, or are we starting down? I think we should start we'll with start, up. We'll start up. I'm going to say extension season has been extended, and I love it. Who got extended? Teams are just paying people, dude, and I love it. I love it. I love it. Just paying people. <laughs> I'm trying to think what the most recent one was. Um. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. signed a eight-year, hundred million dollar deal. I want to say. Yep, I saw that Youngest one. Youngest player to ever sign a hundred million dollar deal in. I want to say. I want to say professional sports history, but I doubt that that's true. Is that a nine-figure um, contract? That's uh, no, that's more than. Is it nine? I don't uh, know. Seven figures is a million, right? So if it's a hundred million, that's nine. That's nine figures. That's yeah. nine. Yeah. That's more than so, a phone number. That's goals. Actually, no, a phone number is ten digits. I take that back. I'm not, if you're counting the area code. I'm not a math I guy. Yeah. yeah. So um, just people are getting extended. And here's the down part about that. I get uh, two for one in this one. Down part is that the CBA is expiring in 2021. And I think this is uh, teams just trying to lock people up because nobody knows what's going to happen. Makes sense. We don't know. You know, and that's why players are so pumped to sign these deals too. Not because they don't want to test out free agency, but – they financial don't know. security. No one knows what's going to happen. Yes, financial security. Hey, I just have a job for 
four, five, six, seven, eight more years now. Yeah, well, Thirteen, if you're guaranteed money the whole way, baby, riding that oh. gravy train. Play baseball, kids. Play baseball. Oh man! All right. Uh, so next up. Next up. Second up. Freaking home runs, baby! Dingers left and right. It's dinger derby in the MLB nowadays. Coach yeah. Kent Murphy would be stoked. I'm a Giants fan. I don't know what home runs look like. Well, I've seen other teams. I've seen other teams hit them, but. I don't want to be a jerk. I don't want to. I don't want this to sound cocky, but you don't. You know what they look like because other teams are hitting them against you. Yes, that's true. I don't want to be that dick. Just like, <laughs> oh, you guys suck. But no, that like, clever, God, that clever backhanded witty comment right there hurt much more. <laughs> you stuck that dagger in and you twisted it. So thank you. I, you know, I, I didn't want to. Like I said, I don't want to come off as a cocky fan. Like, oh yeah, because Bumgarner went deep against the Dodgers last night. Always good to see pitchers rake. Yeah, rake you with two jacks too. But um, it's still in principle. You're right. But There's really, I mean, Connor still Joe. Still plenty of time to go 158 and four. Okay. Who's Connor? Who's Connor? Uh, I don't know, but he's doing his best. Greg he used to be Council, a Dodger. Greg Council impersonation. He he used to be a Dodger. Yeah, he's in the, he was in the Dodgers minor leagues for a while. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was probably it was probably like Area Fifty One. You know, he he didn't even know. So back when they were the Area Fifty Ones, whatever they're called now. Well, it's not my farm system. I don't care. Oklahoma City. Oh, okay, cool. They yeah. moved. They moved too. Um, all right. Yeah. Next, next down, second down. Next down, uh, it's gonna be Madison Bumgarner. Uh, reminiscence. Man. Thanks. Reminiscence of Matt Cain, circa two thousand. Early 2000s. He's just getting no run support. Uh, this freaking guy. He's making a great case for himself to be the Cy Young. Just back-to-back stellar outings. Yeah, it's going to be like he DeGrom left, last year. <laughs> he left one bad pitch over the plate to Bellinger. But, I mean, that's just... What he did against the Padres was phenomenal. And I hate to say it, but he's going to get traded. Yeah. I hate it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. It's going to happen. It's whatever. Just he's he's going to pull the Chapman and he's going to get traded and become a free agent and come right back to the Giants. <laughs> that would be awesome. That actually would be pretty dope. That would be lie. so great. I'd take this down and make it up. Last up. Last up. Um, home runs again, man. I, okay, thank you. I, I don't I don't want to like beat the drum or beat the horse that's already dead. Beat I, the dead horse. There you go. Nope. Beat the horse that's already passed on, man. More horsey, but dingers, baby, dingers, 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 and more dingers. dingers. Um, I'm gonna pose my wild pitch to you guys. That's my new segment that I'm plugging because I can do that because I'm that guy. Tim spinoff podcast, wild pitch. <laughs> no, it's just gonna be a little like thing that I do on yours. <laughs> okay, yes, leech. I'm gonna take over yours. Leech, leech by all means, go ahead. Yes, what, um, what's your wild pitch? Uh, you haven't even I finished think- your last down. You've hijacked I- the segment. What's your last down first? My last down is Craig Kimbrell and uh, that other wonderful pitcher out there. He still ain't signed? Neither one of them, dude. Oh, boy, Neither I hope you've been hitting the gym. One of them. At least both of them. I hope they've been hitting the gym or staying in the bullpen or doing something because there's going to be teams that come knocking when they get desperate, but are they going to be ready? Well, the Padres are, apparently are talking to Keuchel about a five-year deal, and – Boy, oh boy, do the Dodgers need bullpen help. 
Did you just hawk a loogie into the goddamn mic? No, I was yeah. just, I needed to get it out of my throat, though. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for doing it. Right next to the microphone. You're welcome. Yes, the Dodgers. Hey, this is a baseball get segment, it. damn it. You yeah. can hawk loogies if you want the to. Dodger, yeah. Yes, the Dodgers need bullpen help. I wasn't ignoring you. I was just Give ignoring. your podcast some character. I was in amazement. <laughs> it's, it's yours, too. You're contributing <laughs> to this tire fire. This is the core hopes by Jeff Woodward. You are, you are pouring the lighter fluid all over the already lit dumpster. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, waiting to hear that run back tim wait until <laughs> wait until you hear talking points it'll be a good one for you all right so excited. wild pitch hit us with it i think the answer is yes but do you think this is a season that the single season home run record gets broken no. uh by who yeah i would say no because who are you going to propose does it Yelich has been on fire. He's already got four or five dingers. Bellinger's got four or five dingers. You're Chris Davis has gonna, four dingers. Tim, relax. Are you going to say they're going <laughs> to hit 74 home runs? I'm just saying in this day and age, I would not be surprised if it gets broken, if not this year, next year. Well, do you acknowledge Bonds' home run record? Or are you one of those, like, you know, staunchy old guys that's just like, ah, the, the real 65 record. 65 is yeah, real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever it was, Betty. Yeah. 54. <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah, McGuire and Sosa are juicing. So, yeah. Whatever. I acknowledge it. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yeah, I think I think it it was a phenomenal season, and his swing is. I think it's just personal bias for me, but he has the second best left. Well, he has the best left-handed swing, but the second smoothest left-handed behind, swing behind Ken Griffey Jr. Oh my goodness, that thing is a thing of beauty. Baseball porn. <laughs> Nike named a line after that swing. The swing man. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not basketball. That's the baseball. Yeah, it's funny when you go and type in swingman, there's a bunch of basketball jerseys that pop up and irritates me. No, I was going to say, that depends on what website you're on when you type in swingman. That'll come up with a different bunch of different types of results. <laughs> From what I've heard, that's just what i I don't I've know heard. what websites you're on. I yet, know, yeah. Well, you're looking at some type of swaps, jersey swaps and merchandising. All right, Tim. Uh, some sort of something swapping. Do you have – oh, man, come on. Um, what? We, you started this. I was dancing on the line. We didn't have to cross it. Okay. You just threw a, you were like oh, doing a rain a, dance on the line, all right? Here's That's a Oklahoma tire, and I'm like, you're <laughs> Michelin, bro. Boom. All right. Anything else to uh to you know get off your chest before we bid you adieu until next week? I'm still upset or that you don't want to talk about soccer on your stinking next podcast. Is it the uh, Champions League? You want to give us an update on that? Go ahead. There's nothing going on in the Champions League right now. All right, then what do you Jeez. want? Jeez. Then what what type of soccer you want to talk? Messi just passed uh, Ronaldo for all-time goal scorer in, I won't say all over. He just, I think. Uh, just in life. In life. He's got 4.15 now. Ronaldo's got 4.14. Actually, if you think about it, Messi would have been past him if it was for life because the youth systems are probably a lot better now than they were when Ronaldo was growing up. So, although even though Ronaldo was probably playing on the national team a lot longer because, you know, they're like. Falsify birth certificates down there. Are you sure that Messi's younger than Ronaldo? I know. That's what I'm saying. Ronaldo was older, so Messi's probably scored more lifetime goals because when oh, he was I'm playing. sorry. I, I said that wrong. I'm pretty sure that Messi's older than Ronaldo. Is he really? I'm pretty sure. Oh, you're talking Cristiano. I thought you were talking Which about the, you the Brazilian one. Oh, no. That guy was a stud. His injury got cut short. Okay, my bad. Yep, semantics. Wrong, but, hey, wrong I Ronaldo. Appreciate it. Yeah. I pr- appreciate that you know that Ronaldo. Yeah, I know. I recognize. Yeah, I can recognize that haircut a mile away. <laughs> the shaved head with the spiked front for no reason. And then one more, one more thing. PlayStation, bring back Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, please. Mm. I want to play that. Yeah, yeah, we need a boxing video game. Mm. Yeah. Well, good luck with that one. But yes, uh, 
I recommend UFC 3. That one's good. But I just picked up FIFA 19 because it was on sale. So I've been having fun with that. But yeah, I've I, been I, doing the show 19. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Xbox doesn't have any more baseball games. Uh-huh. Gotta figure that you out. You got RBI baseball, bro. No, that's not. That's that's a shell of what, of what a of what a baseball game should be. I've seen I've seen those reviews. No, thank you. Uh, okay. They need to bring back uh, MVP baseball. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Or slugfest. Or even 2K, just to just to wet the beak in the meantime, while while EA Sports gets their act back together. All yes. right. Thank you, Tim. We will talk to you. I don't know why I said next week. We'll talk to you next episode. So on sun Sunday, 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 I got, Sunday. I got one last thing. I just want to make you two guys feel old like I am. Okay. Uh, baseball's first official millennial baby has played and is in the major leagues. An eighteen-year-old. <laughs> yep. Really? Who? Born. In, I can't remember his name. He plays for the Cubs. I want to say, but born in like I think he's nineteen because I think his birthday is February something. In, 2000. I saw that and I puked a little bit in my mouth. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. This is wrong. That's not even millennial, man. That's like Generation Z or whatever they call them. Like the aughts when you're born, you know, like I think that's what they call the early thousands or the aughts, like uh, 01 through 09. Mm-hmm. And then, but he's 00. Oh, yeah. Well, then you're definitely an aught because it's 00. So you just, ooh. Ooh, nana. Yeah. But you still fall into the aught umbrella. I don't know, man. I'm not the one that classifies that stuff. So, all right. You just say it on your podcast. I just repeat it, and allegedly that's what I've heard, kind of thought of, remembered. It all kind of blends together into one wonderful cornucopia potpourri type deal, you know. All right. Yep. Thank you, Tim. We will talk to you on Sunday. Yep. Have a good night, Jeff, and uh, I hope your talent over there has a wonderful night as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We're having a great night. Talent. That's a good word for it. Yeah. What is it, 10 more days, 11 more days? What's 11 more days? Your talent knows. <laughs> Coachella. Oh, that's right. And Jeez. Game of Thrones. God damn. All right. Well, mm. yeah. We're going to hit a fork in the road there. We have a big – actually, I have a huge – our NFL draft, that's going to be a big day for me. Really? Why? Tell us. Tell actually, us. it's a big weekend in general. You go – why? Because Thursday is the NFL draft at 5, right? Yes. That's over around 8. We're going to be doing the draft and then special. I'll immediately drive to Windsor to catch the three-hour uh, Avengers Endgame – Okay. And then Friday I'll be doing Chico, and then I'll come back Sunday, and that Sunday night is when they have the big battle for Winterfell on Game of Thrones. Big, big weekend. Big, big weekend. That is going to be an interesting Wednesday. Uh, uh, oh, you got to make sure you got a Game of Thrones segment when the show comes back on. Is we that, should. Is that what it'll take to get you to participate more on the show as a Game of Thrones segment? Yeah, I've already lobbed you the entire <laughs> pop culture update, and we've we started to just stop bringing stuff to the table for that segment. We're going to do some couples therapy here soon. <laughs> All right. We are, we are like two weeks away from coming hey, up on the Hey, are you complaining? Are you complaining? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, you are. Vo- yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm voicing like somebody like, like a little bitch. Oh, right? <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Triggered. Yeah, Triggered. Feel? Yeah, right? <laughs> As I say, we are two weeks away from a, a Jeff, one year Jeff, of a one a year anniversary. Space. What? This is a safe space, yeah. okay? I'll watch you guys my just remember, it's a safe space. Damn it! All right, Tim. Uh, we're gonna bid you adieu, and then just tune in to see if we survived anywhere past this, okay? I'm so excited for tomorrow. I'm just gonna <laughs> make my drive to work the best thing ever. Awesome. All right, Tim. <laughs> bye. Bye, guys. See you, Tim. 
Now it is time for nice little awkward transition there as we're done with Tim. But I now, love Tim. now it is time. I think Tim loves you too. I don't know. How, I know he loves me, but I I think you're you've grown on Tim leaps and bounds. Um, and then I also think there's also a correlation with having him on a lot. So he just loves both of us more. Uh, now it is time for our interview with Chris Codding. Uh, Flan was not here because hardest working man in podcast history over there uh, was very busy. And so I sat down Work. with Chris. Yeah, I, that's that's what it means when you're busy doing stuff. Yes, we know. Um, so, yeah, interviewed Chris about his trip across United the United States. Uh, it's very interesting. So, I mean, honestly, there were times where I was just like, you know, hey, man, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even trying to ask another question. Just keep telling me the story of how it goes. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, here you go, interview with Chris Cotting. And we are joined by Chris Cotting. Chris, how's it going? It's going really good. Do me a favor and pull that mic closer to your face. It's going really good. There you go, perfect. Leave it right there. Um, so, wanted to bring you on because uh, your sister had tracked a cross-country trip that you had taken on a bike. Yeah. Pedal bike, not a motorbike. Yeah. Lots of pedaling. Uh, she had tracked it on her Instagram, and I became a fan once I saw it. I was I was completely enamored with it. A, the dedication that it <laughs> takes to go cross-country, um, and I'm sure there was no, no plans. You probably just was like, fuck it, let's go right across, let's just go across the country. Yeah, yeah, somewhat, so, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, it was just something that I was struck by, and that's a, quite an endurance feat, and so I said, hey, I want to have you on, and I'm sure you were very thrown off when we approached you at that bar, uh, that, chance, <laughs> that chance encounter. No, of that was awesome. <laughs> okay, but, uh, yeah, thank you, for, thank you for following through. Yeah, of course. And coming on the podcast. So let's start off. Uh, what inspired you to do the uh, – the cross country feet. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a really good question that <laughs> I had to think about myself uh, multiple times on the on the ride. And uh, I think so. It started when uh, I work I work seasonally um, up in Idaho um, uh, for the Forest Service, and so I'm on a hand crew up there. And one of my buddies who I work with did a trip from Colorado to San Diego. And he said that took him like a couple weeks to go 600 or 600 to like 800 miles. And I was like, dang, that sounds tight. And uh, asked him a little bit about it, but then I just kind of forgot about it. And then I woke up like two weeks later and um, really the thought just like <laughs> came into my head of like, I need to bike across the country. Like, that's what I'm going to do. So like, that's how it was, that's how it was conceived. And then at that point, like gave it about like, 20 more seconds of thought and it was like there's like no excuses not to now so I like had that desire and was kind of there are a lot of factors in it but was like one of the things is kind of tired of like hearing other people like accomplish a lot of things and then me like not doing anything about some of the desires that I had mm -hmm. and uh I mean I'm I will never be tired of anyone accomplishing things but yeah, you don't want to sound like a hater it was yeah. personal yeah no no no. Uh, but yeah so I was like happy for everyone else doing that and mm -hmm. I wanted to like join the party so okay you wanted to accomplish something yeah so just in the sense of like uh um just challenging myself and and doing that gaining perspective something new and 
But yeah, so it all started just kind of from that. And then uh, once I figured out like logistically it all works out, then it was kind of like, all right, like I'm going to make it happen and, and do it. What are you, 23, 24? 24. 24, okay. I was 23 at the time. 23 at the time. Yeah. And you started where? Much mature now. Yeah, much, yeah you've grown a <laughs> By lot. By the use of my words. Yeah. <laughs> um, but where did you start on the trip? I started in Boston. Started in Boston. Yeah. And then you yeah. rode to? Uh, yeah, so I flew to Boston. Oh, flew to Boston. Oh, yeah, okay. So how it all how it kind of planned out was I bought a ticket from uh, Oakland to Boston and then flew there, um, bought a bike at, like, a used bike store. But it actually didn't, like, show up on my map at first. And I walked into this antique shop, and they were like, oh, are you looking for the bike store? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, how'd you know? And they said, oh, we can just tell. Oh, so I was like, oh, like a biker. start to the yeah. trip. Yeah. yeah. So then uh, then they were like, yeah, it's downstairs. So I ended up buying like a, a bike from the 70s, a Raleigh Grand Prix from a used, from the basement of an antique store. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then from there, yeah, I started biking down, um, down like the East Coast of Plymouth Rock and because um, I'd never seen that and I have. I don't know how the pilgrims saw that rock from so far away because it's pretty small. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but then just started cruising down to like rode all of uh, Long Island into Manhattan and uh, stayed with a friend there, Reed Palmer, Randall okay. Palmer's younger yeah, yeah, brother yeah. And who was in my class in high school. And so his younger brother and his roommate hosted me for a couple nights. And um, then I... Just kept cruising on, going south east or southwest ish, um, down to like uh, following the coast to uh, Philadelphia, Baltimore, and DC, and then started making my way pretty much east from there uh, or west um, into like Virginia, Tennessee, um, and then just yeah, okay, and then gradually across. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever ride across yeah. like Route sixty six? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, I picked that up in, uh, where did we first get on it? That was in Amarillo on Thanksgiving. So, okay. That's yeah. It. So how long, yeah, how long did the journey take? So you started in Boston yeah. and you ended and you finished where, here in Santa Rosa? Yeah, in Bodega Bay. In, in Bodega Bay. Yeah, Salmon Creek Beach where, like, kind of grew up going. So okay. jumped in the ocean as, like, the final, like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I feel it. And how yeah. long, how long did that journey take? It took just under two months. It, so it was, like... I kept like, wow. I kept a journal the whole time because I know I will want to like remember a lot of the like, lessons, experiences, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I tracked like my mileage each day and like the elevation gain and stuff like that. So just to like kind of at least keep my mind engaged in it because <laughs> um, I thought that would be worth it. So it was like 47 days of uh, actual pedaling and like 58 days total so like few days of like staying with friends and mm -hmm. stuff like that so, yeah yeah so okay so y y yeah. were you were you paying anywhere to like stay anywhere or was it all out of the good graces of, of your <laughs> friends like you just had you just managed connections all across the country yeah kind of, kind of a mix of both um, which is pretty cool so the first few nights were like kind of a just figure things out type of thing like as I'm riding like stuff is falling off and I'm like gearing up on my stuff and then uh stuff is falling off the bike or stuff is falling off yeah you? just like how oh uh, <laughs> most mostly the bike because okay. um, uh just getting everything all strapped down and dialed in and mm -hmm. um making sure it's all ship shape and ready to ride for the next couple months and so the first couple nights was 
just figuring out how to like ride in the rain and like keep my stuff dry like that like kind of figuring figuring out how it's going to be logistical type stuff yeah totally so like the first few nights i just i would pull off like just on the side of the road once it got past when i was comfortable biking as far as like being tired or uh darkness Mm -hmm. and yeah the first night was like a wake-up call because i like pulled off and set my stuff like in a bush and went to sleep and then just like on the side of the road and then i it started raining at like two in the morning and i was like well i'm either gonna like get wet laying here or i'm gonna get wet biking so i might as well make some miles so i just started riding and uh so that happened a couple times but it was good to like kind of figure out how to manage those things elements that's that's insane okay um what (laughs) What was the funniest, I, I should say, not the funniest thing you saw, but what was the weirdest or most different culture shock causing uh, place that you went on the ride? Not know. necessarily the event that happened on the ride, but just the place as a whole where you're just like, this ain't nothing like I've ever seen before. Oh, okay. Uh, first thing that comes to mind is Manhattan. Okay. In New York. Um, and But, like, it, the... One of the reasons the ride was so cool was because, like, that was a huge shock to me. And, you know, you see, like, the Empire State Building in, like, movies, and you hear about it, and it's, like, super iconic, and, like, Statue of Liberty. But to see it in person. Ground Zero. Yeah, so seeing it in person was just, like, incredible. So that was, like, nothing like I've ever seen. Okay. And then, but then, I mean, neither was, like, the middle of Arizona desert, or, like, Oklahoma, like, (laughs) just the middle of nowhere. So it was really cool going from, like, super stark, contrast like end of the spectrum uh coast to coast Mm -hmm. is it was it humbling at all riding through the desert just knowing damn i could die out here and nobody would know well i mean obviously people would know but like you know (laughs) eventually deserts (laughs) claimed quite a few victims you know you could be next yeah yeah i mean thankfully that's probably the one benefit of the timing that i chose which is like october to december which isn't like your typical like biking months but it wasn't like glaringly hot anywhere it's actually like pretty cold but um yeah dude humbling hum- humble and thankful are like the two takeaway words that i have like from the whole trip like just so thankful because at first you know there's probably some element of like oh i'm gonna like bike across the country and then like i'm gonna be so cool after yeah. that <laughs> you yeah, know like no. i can tell anyone i biked across the country but then like man halfway through that ride like honestly it was just like i'm so thin like it's like a privilege to be able to do that so it became like we were talking about earlier, like it was at first it was like probably mostly about me, but mm-hmm. then like just after so much experience and perspective and stuff, it just became like not about me at all. And it was all about like su- supporting and sharing the experience and like me being supported. And so just like, I don't know, just impacting people's lives and having theirs impact me. Too. Would you come across people that were either doing mini trips that were similar to yours or were you able to just pull up on a, on a gang of bikers that were just <laughs> happening to be riding? Because I feel like I saw a couple photos like that where you did make oh, okay. the occasional friend yeah. on, across the uh, across the way. Yeah. But uh, I can't imagine that they didn't, you know, they probably looked at you a little funny knowing here's this guy on a 1970s bike <laughs> and he's going across country and I'm over here on my Schwinn and I just got <laughs> yeah. custom made, you know, get out of my way, peasant. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, how did that go? Yeah. No, it went, uh, there were actually like, so all those pictures are people that I ended up staying the night with, whether okay. it's from like, there's a website that's kind of like couch surfers. It's called Warm Showers, which is like, it's a little semi, bit of an innuendo. It's very close. Yeah, yeah, it's very close to like being like wow. kind of like suspect. Fetishy. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, warm showers. But everyone likes a warm shower. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, could be a porn category too. Uh, it very well could be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So warm, warm showers. Sorry for taking it there. No, no. Warm, warm showers. Yeah. The app. Yeah. So it's a uh, yeah. It's a website kind of like couch surfers, but it's like there's tons of. It's just mostly like bikers who have gone on long tours, like. Like I did, they call them bike tours, like mm-hmm. long trips. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's people that just kind of understand that like, hey, having a warm shower is nice. And like some food and a place to place where you're not like, am I going to get like rousted by the cops tonight? Like or that are you, you going to wake up at two o'clock in the morning with rain dumping down? Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. exactly. So that, that happened like I think there are like four like different families that I stayed with. Like one was on Halloween in Virginia and like I went trick or treating with them and <laughs> I was a biker for Halloween. <laughs> OK, yeah, makes sense. But yeah, so that like that was a few people that I met. But really, there was no there were no I didn't run into any other bikers uh, like not a single person more than just like going to work i guess mm-hmm. um until california and then i met a few people uh, like going up the coast but yeah and then two of my friends from uh the hand crew that i work on they joined me tim and rand they joined me in oklahoma Shouts out to tim and rand yeah yeah all right uh so yeah. how many flat tires did you have going across this you, how many oh tires you got there because that's gotta, uh, there's got to be certain certain challenges that you come across as just a regular biker that all of a sudden you're dealing with on a cross country trek. Yeah, so like you take the flats, I guess. Like however long your bike ride is to work or your like regular commute, and then you do it for like like ten hours every day, pretty much, which is kind of like the average like amount of time spent on the pedals, and uh, it's just. Yeah, so many flats. So many, <laughs> so flats. many flats. Can you only imagine going yeah. pissing through the tread too. Yeah. Did the chain break at all? Uh, no, my chain actually never broke, which is like okay. super thankful That's for clutch. that. Yeah. yeah. There's no walking. Yeah. Long, but I, long way. I didn't have a flat until I got to Tennessee, and then it just like I broke the dam, oh, and it just okay. flood, just yeah. flood of flats, <laughs> especially okay. yeah, New Mexico, Arizona, like there's just junk all over the road. Oh. Uh, What's the best type of food that you came across on your travels oh. across? Because that's that we're talking Dude. a lot of different ranging type yeah. stuff. Like you mentioned when you were mentioning New York and Philly, I was like, okay, uh, there's pizza, cheesesteaks there. You know, yeah, you go through all is. the stereotypes, and then as you made your way south, I'm like, that's some deep southern country. Yeah, there is. Everything is uh, <laughs> fried. So yeah. Yeah, eating, dude, eating was really fun mm-hmm. on this trip. It was because <laughs> you probably fun. Is, you're burning so yeah. many calories that it's just unfu- hey, Just eat yeah. until you're ready to fall asleep. Yeah, it was like six to ten thousand calories a day, depending on like the elevation, pretty that's, much. That's Phelpsian. That's what he used to do for not, Olympics training. Yeah, and he did that for years. And <laughs> and you got to only do it for, for two months. Two months. Yeah. yeah, so I got literally got a taste of what that's like, okay. and it tastes great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but. The yeah. region with the best food. New York pie was bomb, and Philly cheesesteak was really good. So I did all the, like, iconic stuff. Mm-hmm. But honestly, in New Mexico, there's um, a restaurant there, which the name escapes me at the moment, which is really unfortunate because I'd love to send people there. Um, but it is uh, it has, like, the fifth number five ranked burger in America, and it's, like, this... 300 person town with Google that's easy and enough to find now. Yeah, so Food Network's like top ranked burger in America. It's like number five. It's five. the green chili burger, basically, okay. of New Mexico. And that was like, that was probably, that was probably the best thing 
I yeah. Okay. Or just any buffet. Just anything. all you can eat pancakes. Did you try yeah, any anything. any Midwest barbecue? Uh yeah. Um I'm always I, I, anything. I, I'm always interested to That'd see be what like the Arkansas. Well, the, that's like Kansas City, Midwest. St. Louis, like that area, Midwest. Yeah. See, I was a little farther south okay. than that, so I don't think I You didn't go that high. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean in general, just like yeah, this the array of dishes that I was able to consume mm-hmm. was excellent and it, it, i imagine food challenges at restaurants like if they're like yeah. you can eat this yeah. in a certain amount of time yeah yeah tim uh for thanksgiving dinner tried to eat a 72 ounce steak which is four and a half pounds of steak he ate three and a half pounds of it um what kind of what kind of steak was it what cut dude it was like new york cut a new york cut, a four pound new york yeah interesting yeah it's like a dollar an ounce but wow. super good. Big Texan restaurant. Oh, way. okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Everything's yeah. bigger down there. Yep. Yeah. Um, what yeah, no, that's great. What, uh, as far as like sharing the road goes with California, like we're pretty <laughs> big on it, right? And I know yeah. it sounds like a ridiculous question <laughs> and oh, I yeah. see you laughing, but <laughs> was there ever a point where you're, where you're riding along and you're just like, man, these people really don't show any respect or love to bikers. Nobody's sharing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that, was that the case or was it, uh, or was everybody somewhat respectful? Like, you know, I'm sure there's certain yeah. moments where you're just like, man, like this road really isn't meant for like the two of us to be sharing yeah. something right now. Yeah. But you know, like how did that, how'd that go? Yeah. It was, uh. It was kind of interesting just based on, like, the region of, like, wherever I was. It would, uh, you could kind of tell, like, who was used to having bikers there and who was, like, surprised to see someone on that road. But, I mean, granted, I did take some, like, I didn't take, like, a back or, or like, a a uh, established bike route, really, until I picked up, like, the Route 66. Okay. So I just took, like, mostly, like, back roads, just plugging in the GPS, and then it just takes me to the most direct way which is like back roads secondary highways but sharing the road like in like places where there are usually a lot of bikes was like no problem like boston like most cities actually was i was like i was kind of surprised but that was like generally where it was the most like comfortable riding and then once you get to like those back roads he cuts he towns that's yeah. just like man these people don't have any respect yeah because everyone flies on the roads that they've been they've grown up for for four generations you know Jeez. so they're like but then all of a sudden yeah i'm imposing so i was like trying to be very cautious <laughs> and respectful boozy too yeah, yeah potentially <laughs> so would you yeah. ever do something like this again oh 100 percent. 100 percent. yeah it doesn't matter yeah. did, how much weight did you gain or lose while you did this um let's see when i was <laughs> when i was by myself i lost a lot of weight i definitely leaned out i didn't really weigh myself per se to get like exact stuff which I don't know. It's kind of surprised I didn't. But then uh, I gained some of it back when my friends, when Tim and Rand joined mm-hmm. me, because we started started eating out a little more and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So we would just eat a ton. And so I got back to, like, normal weight pretty okay. much. It was kind of a neutral game by the end of it. And what are you telling? Are, I, I imagine that there's only so much music that you can listen to. I'm sure there's moments <laughs> where you might have wrote in silence. Like, what are you? what's going through your mind while you're doing that? Um... Man, that's actually one of the reasons why I uh, why going on a trip like this was worth it was to like just kind of take away all the distractions that I've had like throughout life that everyone has, you know, just mm-hmm. like obligations, day to day, responsibility, and like that's all like super good things and like need to be taken care of. But I was at a I'm I was kind of at a point after the fire season. It's kind of like man, I need to like 
reflect on my life. But, like, while I'm doing that, I don't want to just, like, sit in a room and think, you know. So I want to, like, enjoy the present and also, like, maybe even plan for the future. So have, like, past, present, future kind of aspect and also, like, challenge myself physically and um, gain a lot of perspective and grow and stuff. So just give myself time to um, really kind of detach a little bit and um, give myself opportunities to develop in ways that I've may have neglected for the past Mm -hmm. years for whatever reason maybe it's gone unnoticed or like but yeah so as far as like that that's not always your fault because you just get caught up in different stuff that's going on in your life not at all very easy to get consumed yeah sorry for interrupting good no totally no that's like super valid because that's like exactly how I felt like all these things that I've done up to this point have been great Mm -hmm. but now it's time to like reflect on them and and put things in perspective yeah put things in perspective like hopefully like maybe reflect on some like lessons I've learned but haven't I haven't really like developed a full thought process about and Mm -hmm. so really like kind of the way I think about it now is like investing two months of my life at that time when I did it from October to December is going to affect me for the rest of my life just from like whatever i gained from that experience so that makes it like totally worth it well cost benefit analysis leaves in the green so it's like i don't even know if that's the right way to use that i'm a communication (laughs) radio guy not a business major but yeah you know just like it's in the green the two the two (laughs) months that you spent sacrificing probably maybe at times hating your life because you're so sore on the bike um you know but then you you trade that for the lifetime of experiences that you have now yeah and there's situations that you haven't even put yourself in that you're going to be already pre- or you you won't be fully prepared for, but you'll have a leg up on everybody else. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good kind of like a cheat code in a sense. Yeah. What yeah. did I just kind of woe you right there? Yeah, a little bit. Oh. I just don't like cheating myself. So no, no, no. You're not cheating yourself. <laughs> no, it's I'm like, just kidding. That's like studying for a test three weeks before the test gets yeah. announced. You're a nerd, oh, yeah. but you're prepared. Yeah, a nerd. Yeah, that's good. A life nerd. I can deal with that. Oh. Life nerd. Okay. There you go. Use that one. You're more than welcome to. <laughs> Thanks. Um, totally just came up with it right now. Uh, so you you rode your bike yeah. here to this interview. Yeah. Are you ever yeah. Are you ever going to drive a car again? <laughs> Man, like. Yeah, I have. That's another life hack because now you can drink all you want. And I don't think they really <laughs> sight people on bikes that much. You know, you're just kind of casually out there, just no, you know. Yeah, just you know, I never got sight. <laughs> right, and I'm now just it's going across the country. Officer. And now, now, now it's to a point where it's just muscle memory. So you could probably, you could probably be sloshed on a bike and still just pew, right down the I road could and probably be fine. get away with a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm not encouraging it. I'm just saying you probably no, could. Yeah. It's in the back pocket. Yeah, so but you know, life, life nerd stuff. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> Application. <laughs> Prepared to go. Uh, yeah, yeah, so are you ever going to drive again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, going on, like, road trips and stuff. But if it's just around town and I have the time, because obviously, like, time's a huge thing. But, like, dude, who likes sitting in traffic, too? You yeah. know, like, I'm not a huge fan of that, so I'd rather just kind of bike. And, you know, bikes, like, can get away. The best part about a bike is you're you're a vehicle, technically, but, like, you can act like a pedestrian and, like, get away with it. So you can, like, run red lights if it's... <laughs> Yes, yeah. I, I ro- don't encourage it, but I ro- like I rode my bike to school for a it. year after getting in a car accident, and that was definitely oh, something dude. I took advantage of. Was the occasional red light where you're just like, yeah, it sucks to be you guys. Yeah, like, they're making turns I think over I'm gonna there. Go. I'm gonna ride through this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you found yourself yeah. becoming a bigger dick on the road as a bike rider, or do you still um, or do you abide by the rules, ooh. or are you just like, ah, I've gone cross country. I'm entitled. to do this. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's just yeah. It could definitely go one of two ways, but I definitely tend to take more of the route typically in general of like trying to be respectful read the road and like because 
I mean, now I can, it's a little easier to be able to like point out cars like, oh, he's going to be a problem for me in like mm-hmm, five seconds. Mm-hmm. And like, so just kind of like having some foresight about that and then like making moves like based on what I can may or, or may you, not see. Or what's if you're coming. riding and you just look over and you yeah. see some jackass texting, so you just yell, hey, asshole, <laughs> get off the phone, you know, because you're not trying to get run yeah. over, you know? So. Yeah. Or I text him on my phone while I'm yeah, biking. Yeah, there you I'm go. Like, you should get you off You really phone, shouldn't man. be doing yeah. that right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last, a couple last <laughs> questions here. What was the genre of music that you most found yourself listening to the entire time? Oh, was yeah. It, Sorry, it? I never actually no, 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 like, answered fine. your you're music fine. question. Is it, was it like, you know, death metal? Like, I just going to need something to pace myself? I, I oh. highly doubt you're out there biking yeah. to Sinatra or some smooth jazz or something like that. I'm Dude. not one to judge, but, you know, I can only imagine there's, cer- there's certain tempos that you probably want to yeah. keep up. Dude, it, it just like, I mean, given the amount of time I was j- just like being on the pedals, it like just totally varies on mood, like. If I'm like, man, I'm not super motivated, then I'll listen to something more motivating, like up tempo stuff and okay. like, um, like some like rap or something like classic rock mm-hmm. would be cool. But uh, then, dude, Sinatra is a good option. Like it's really like mellow, like mellow stuff that just kind of gets you like in a zone. Cause mm-hmm. never going more than like like if I'm going 12 miles an hour on this, like I'm stoked. That's a good pace mm-hmm. and could cover some ground. But like. But really, I mean, you see people in bike races going like that's 30 like, miles that's an like hour. That's like fifth or sixth gear, right? On the little... On the it's thing. really, yeah, it's nothing impressive. But doing it over, like, the repetition of it is like, just like, get in a groove and like, get comfortable. Like, like 12 miles an hour, you put in a 10-hour day, like you said that you were doing on your trip, that's down and back to the city. So, yeah. just put that in perspective right there. Yeah, there and we go. That's doing that in a day. That's nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah, nothing. And then you I did that for two straight right? months. Yeah. So... A lot of people couldn't. Yeah. They're too fat to do that. Yeah, so they but get I tired. didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't average 120 miles. No, that no, would have been no, sick. Maybe, yeah, I mean, you it know. was like maybe next time. Yeah, yeah, crack 100. That would be sweet. It was close for like 80, 89. It's it still 89. nothing. I'm just gonna give you yeah. shit because you didn't hit triple digits. But <laughs> 80, 89 yeah. miles a day is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I hope you realize that. Well, the f- I mean, when I was first thinking of it, I like had dreams to do like, all right, 4,000 miles, 40 days. That's 100 miles a day, no problem. But like, didn't end up reaching that. And th- so you you like, could probably ah. do it the first day. You could you could mentally get to 100. The second day, you're like, ah, let's do 50. All right, let's <laughs> cut it back a little bit. And then the next day, you're like, well, I need to make up for that 50 that I cut short. So <laughs> yeah. 75 today. Yeah. How about that? And you just end up bouncing back and forth. That's yeah. not good. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Well, Chris, thank yeah. you f- so much for taking the time to do this. Yeah. I think it was it was. Uh, pretty incredible that you just decided hey man i'm gonna do this just yeah. because i want to do something prolific yeah i mean just that was very selfish of you but it turned out to be rather selfless yeah <laughs> hopefully so, i yeah. mean if there's any level of any ounce of gain anyone can have in their approach to life from like what i did then like that's it's a wit you know or it's maybe worth it. like, or maybe next time they're like yo i want to do it with you or they yeah. or they talk to you and they're just like you know what? I actually just want to talk to you about how to plan the logistics side of this because totally. I don't want to be woken up at two o'clock in the morning. By <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be a little tough because you're not on social media. But you yeah. know, where can where can people find you? Um, at a bar? Uh, maybe, probably not. I'm kind of like trying to not be there so much uh, anymore. What do you do when you're not biking? Uh, when I'm not biking, 
get getting ready for fire season. Oh, just okay. like running and stuff, and okay. just kind of trying to build some of that strength. But dude, lost well, all. Yeah. Ask him at the gym. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Just hey, how did you prep for this? I w- yeah. real quick before you get your deadlift. Maybe in. an Anadel on on a hill. Oh, okay. Ask me on a hill. Running hills. That would be a be- an easier place to find me. That'd be so agitating. It's yeah. so much easier to talk to somebody while you're riding a bike than to talk <laughs> while running. Dude. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. It's just it's true, and I don't like to do either. So. Yeah, actually, no, I like riding a bike a lot more than running. Well, when you're done running across the country, maybe I'll interview you. No, <laughs> not gonna happen. Let's see how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> right. All right. Well, thank you, Chris. Yeah, man. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, of and course. Uh, maybe we'll have you on. I don't know. Do something else, and we'll have you back on. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Incentive. <laughs> there you go. Great. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. Winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. Flynn, start number one in the list. Russell Wilson sets a contract deadline with the Seattle Seahawks. I know this franchise gets your blood boiling. That's why I put it number one on the list. What do you think? Uh, Who's the winner in this situation? Oh, it's the Seahawks. Trade his ass. <laughs> Get rid of him. Dump him. He's problematic. Dude, seriously. Like, I- problematic. He's only getting older. What other terrible takes could you come up with for getting rid of Russell Wilson? The only reason why that guy is remotely uh, considered good in the NFL right now is because of his Legion of Boom defense in the early 2000s. Inter- oh, hot takes. From 2012, to tr- if, if he did not have that defense from 2012 to 2015-16, he would not even probably be on the team. He's like the Mark Sanchez. He's like the, a glorified Mark Sanchez when Sanchez on the Jets. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. We don't have enough cheap sound effects for me to go through right now for Mark that Mark Sanchez hot thrived takes. on a great defense, right? So exactly what Russell Wilson and Kaepernick did, by the way. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're just like, wow. All right, do you have any more? We just I opened mean, up. We've shaken I mean, the soda. It's literally, That's what it's, it's literally what it is. We've, we've shaken the soda and turned the cap. Now we're just watching it bubble everywhere. What else? Who's also had a Hall of Fame running back, oh. Kaepernick and Wilson, <laughs> behind them. They also helped him out, too, a lot. Oh, no. I didn't see Wilson lighting up the stat sheet this year. <laughs> like everyone says he great he is. Uh, he is. He throws a pretty good football. <laughs> oh, my ass. All right, so uh, winner or loser here? Loser. Russell Wilson's <laughs> a loser, 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 loser. <laughs> didn't he just get a contract extension, too? Like, no, like, literally, didn't he just get one? Like, th- two years ago? I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, I have no idea. That's why Sherman <laughs> left the team because his damn contract took up too uh, much. They had to split the defense. Uh, That's why Sherman hates Wilson. Sherman hates Wilson too. <laughs> oh, so therefore. And then if, if Wilson was so good, why didn't he get the MVP of the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, it's right because the defense carried them there. <laughs> and then they gave it to the who did they give it to? Oh no. They give it to that, oh, that, that linebacker. The, the take is off the tracks now. But they gave it to the linebacker. Yeah, that linebacker. <laughs> I mean that defense, them Seahawks and them boys. That's who we're talking about. And uh, he's also so damn fake too. The dude is the oh fakest no. human being oh, in the world. Well, we're just gonna. He's like the, he's a ta- he's now. like the Taylor Swift oh, of the NFL. No. All right. My thing is when you do community service in the community, you don't post it on social media to show off to everybody. You, you do just it. do it to you do, do it, it because, because you, you know want doing to do it, it is right. Right. And he posts all of it all over social media because he wants people to know that he's doing it. Phony. He is a phony. Fake. 
a phony jabroni. And every Russell time, Wilson. every time he talks, it's the same damn thing. Every it's, time, it's quarterback speak. It's all filtered. He and it has no effing emotion. He doesn't, he doesn't turn it off though. It's quarterback speak all 365 days of the year. Like it's just, hey Russell, we have. I don't to go know to, how people just we have don't to go to the grocery store. He's so annoying. Russell, we have to go to the grocery store. Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna make it a very effective trip. We're gonna go there. We, we made a list. We're gonna go prepared. We're gonna get the milk, the cheese, the eggs, and we're gonna go around. We're gonna turn he around and have fun. He says that he attended the 2013 Super Bowl, the one that the Niners are at. Uh huh. And see, when he attended it, he put it himself in the mindset what it would be like if he was in the game because he's gonna be there next year. It's like bullshit. Didn't they man. go to the Super Bowl next year? Yeah, but it's like you really. <laughs> What? No, I'm sitting on I'm like, what? Dude, you're telling me this this clown went <laughs> they to. He went to the Super Bowl next year, though. So he got I know, but I mean, somebody, did you really tell me that this clown comes <laughs> into the damn game thing? All right, what's my mindset going to be right now? Okay, yeah, yeah. He's sitting here with all his friends, but his mindset is, I'm going to, what would I do in this situation? Well, he's probably pounding drinks in, this, in the back. Oh, yeah, because he's just, now he's, now he's and then he just, And then also, he decided to be abstinent with Sierra, whatever oh, her name that's is. that's a crock. And then the future went out his rack, too, saying he needs to be a man until Sierra shut the hell up and let him be the man of the house, <laughs> which is true. Future was right. <laughs> and, and then Russell Wilson hangs out with Future's kid, and kid, he probably sees it all the time. He's like, you need to be the man of the house and take control. Future said that, so I mean, who's debating now? That was a roller coaster of a take. Is it done? Are we back at no, loading? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and the punctualization with the he's so beta, so beta. He is a beta. He's not alpha at all. He is the most beta goddamn captain you could ever have on your team. All right, all right. I'm calling off the dogs. Uh, let that man live. When I but when I heard that interview that he's like he he's after his rookie year or whatever this rookie or sophomore year he's like I had put myself in the mindset of how I would how I would like act if I was in this if I was in this game for me prepared for next year it's like bullshit man you didn't do that shit at all you're just saying that because it sounds good and, pi- and just all the analysts just gush over you so when you get to the Hall of Fame vote you can get in easy because the media loves your ass bitch okay jeez all right next up. On the winners losers list, there is a report out that the Arizona Cardinals might keep two quarterbacks on the That's roster not a next report. year. It's Mike Florio being an idiot and just rambling. Okay, so you don't think that it's going to happen? Mm-mm. That's an L. Well, it's you, so you got to keep two. So qu- you got to keep two quarterbacks because you got to because in case one gets hurt. But they're saying specifically a specific two. Specifically speaking about a specific two. You're probably gonna actually. I don't know. Maybe it's true, but I think if you trade him, you probably wait like a fourth but round pick for him. But you're saying that's an L. You're saying they're they're taking the L right there. Yeah, I'll there. take an L if you keep him. Because you have two quarterbacks. You know what they say? You have two. Because I mean, the, right now it's you. You really you, have but, none. But right now, you get the highest value you can for Rosen, and in a year from now, you aren't gonna, you aren't gonna get a value for him. Not really get anything in the year. If he doesn't play next year, and he just back up to Murray. You're not gonna have anything though for him. That's next year. that's true. You do have to trade him now. His trade value is at the highest, yet at the ultimate lowest because of what they had yeah. out there to assist him. Not even Larry Fitzgerald could help him and make him look better than he should have been. All right, next up on the winners losers list: Connor Khabib again. Is this gonna happen? Did you see what McGregor tweeted out? Was it yesterday or the day before? No. Tweeted at Khabib pictures of him on his wedding day. And I don't know how they do things over in Dagestan with weddings, but uh, apparently they do it where the bride's face is covered. And McGregor just tweeted out, your wife is a towel, mate. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was just like, oh, my goodness, that even crossed the line. So I don't know. He made it very personal the first time, and Khabib kind of had his hand, you know, kind of had his way with him. 
And uh, it's just, you know, you've retired. You can't be talking all that smack when you're retired, all right, McGregor? There's, I mean, I know that it's a, probably a phony retirement, and Khabib's even gone on record and said, I don't think he's done. I thought he's re- Wait, what? Khabib's gone on record and said, I don't oh. think Connor's done, even though Connor has gone on record and said that Connor is done. Uh, it's 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 a little tricky there, but you know, as a resident Conor McGregor fan, when did he tweet that picture? Uh, he might have deleted it, but it was uh, two. It might have been yesterday or two days ago. He tweeted out a picture. Yeah, Lucas sent it to me. I gotta I gotta find the picture. He had one twelve hours ago about uh, Khabib and his buddies saying that's two out of three in this picture busted for steroid abuse. Four two nineteen at nine fifty nine p.m. He tweeted out, "Your wife is a towel, mate." And it was two pictures of Khabib and his wife on their wedding day. And it was just so out of pocket. Let me see it. It's like he deleted it. Oh, he deleted it? Yeah, okay, he deleted well, it. It's uh, this picture that, that Luca sent a picture of is just pictures of Khabib. But, yeah, he, it was it was very smart to delete it. Google it and see if there's still a story up there because I'm sure they'll update it and say, now and since deleted tweets. All right, so if we get this fight again, it's a W because I'd like to see the fight. Uh, be interested to see what Connor changes up. Khabib won. He doesn't have to change up anything. It'd just be how Connor's going to defend him when he comes after him on the ground. Connor's never been good at that, so it'd be interesting to watch. Uh, I think what could happen, the next fight that's most plausible is happening is look out for Connor McGregor versus Polly Molinaji boxing fight. Polly went and slapped up Artem Lobov who is the same guy, I think is the same, I'm, I'm about 90% sure, which really means I'm only about like 75% sure, but you got to overestimate, you know. Um, so I'm about 99% sure, let you do the conversion there, that Artem Lobov is the same, huge difference between 99% and 99.9%, right? We can agree on that? There's yeah. a big difference there? Okay. I am 99% sure that Artem Lobov is the same fighter that Khabib <laughs> smacked up and originally led to the dispute. So if Polly Malinaji did it, a much less fighter, lesser fighter than Floyd, and Connor was able to go eight rounds against Floyd before Floyd finally said, "Okay, I'm done dancing with you," and finished him in the ninth. If Connor's conditioning can get there against a far less superior opponent in Polly Malinaji, I'm saying that there's a possibility, a good possibility, this fight could go the distance. I'm not saying that guys would get knocked out; they'd definitely be going for the knockout. But there's a good chance that at least this fight would go all 12 rounds. I would like that. Yeah? Yeah, would you like that? I could interest you in that. I mean, I if they're interested in me, I'd probably pay a lot of money for that one. No, I wouldn't. I'd stream it. Oh, yeah, oh, that's oh. just how I am. Or I'd do like last I, I time. Don't, I don't do anything illegally. Or I'd do like last time, and I'd get a, a group, of, a small group of friends together, so when we all pay for it, it's not really that much because, you know, many hands makes less work. I don't work. do anything illegal. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. We pitched in together. So somebody put on their credit card, and everybody bought a piece, you know, 10 bucks, and then paid it to the guy that put it on his credit card. It was just, you know, it kind of worked out like that. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. All right, next up on the winner's losers list, Bryce's bat flip. Did you see that thing? I did see. That was yeah, an epic oh, bat flip. That is a, that that's a epic. W. I don't like Bryce Harper that much, but that bat flip that won was me dirty. over. Whoa. Speaking of dirty, did you think Machado's move was dirty? I didn't see it. Oh, it was. Uh, he popped out, and the catcher was kind of standing in a circle, and he like instead of throwing his bat away, he kind of just put his bat down by the pe- by the catcher's feet, who ended up walking away from it as he was tracking down the foul ball. Almost looked like he might have hit him with his shoulder. I don't know. It just kind of looked like Machado being Machado, be a little dirty. Why yeah. I don't I don't understand his his thought process. In that. Yeah, I don't get it. I just so that could, that could maybe it's, maybe it's so diva and so poor sporty that in the moment where it's just like God damn it, I'm where's he out. from? Uh, Miami. I think he's from Miami. I think he's Miami kid. Yeah. Oh, Gotta look that up. On the old, uh, the old Google machine. All right, next up on the winner's-losers list, 
the Toronto Maple Leafs, the New York Islanders, the St. Louis Blues, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, and the Dallas Stars are all winners because they clinched ticket or clinched tickets. They punched tickets and clinched the NHL playoffs or a berth in the NHL playoffs. That is what I'm trying to say. Holy crap! <laughs> um, so, do you have any comment on that, Mr. Resident Hockey Guy? Um, no, no, no comment from me right now. All right, Not that this was moment. Nice little sarcastic little slap in the face there. I'm sorry. He's playing. We are getting so close to playoff hockey to where I actually think, like, uh, where I actually like really start paying attention to it. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited. Playoff hockey. I'm happy that you're excited. At next level, you gotta try and watch a little bit of hockey. Playoff hockey. It'll be on every night. Literally, they do a good job of making sure that there's playoff hockey on every night for like three straight weeks. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch some of it. Treat yourself. I'll treat myself. Yeah. While you're working out, you watch guys flying up and down the ice with the occasional fight. You get that pump going with whatever music you'll be working out to. Um, all right. Next up on the winners losers list, the Western Conference of the NBA, because all spots are locked up, all spots are clinched. Now it's just a matter of seeding. Did you see this, Flynn? That was a question. Oh, I did not see this. Did you see it? No, you didn't no, see I did it. Not okay. See it. Oh, you know, delay, tape delay, getting over there. All right. Um. <laughs> so yeah, the Warriors have clinched the best overall record, I believe. Uh, is that what that Y means? No, they clinched their division. They haven't clinched the the home record yet. I know they're two up right now. Yeah, they are. Two up with like four left or something like that. And uh, the Nuggets are number two seed right now. The Rockets are the number three seed. Uh, the Trailblazers are the number four. So, and then the Jazz at six, Clippers or Cl- Jazz at five, Clippers at six, Spurs at seven, and the Thunder at eight right now. The Thunder and the Spurs are tied at eight and a half games back. The Clip then they're only two. Both those games, I mean, both those teams are only two games behind the Clippers at six. So it's very tight in the Western Conference um, as far as like seating change. Nobody's gonna make that leap from five up it's just going to be a shuffling of you know six through eight and then maybe four and six swap places i don't know but i think it looks pretty set then you go over to the eastern conference and six seven and eight that those spots are still up for grabs right now you got the pistons nets magic heat and hornets all competing for spots in the eastern conference playoffs who makes it in the east out of those teams i just listed the pistons right now currently the number six 19 games back of first place uh the Nets in seventh place, 19 and a half games. Uh, the Magic in eighth place, 19 and a half games back. So those are the three teams that are in. And then the the Heat are outside looking in by half a game. And the Hornets are outside looking in by three games. I like to see the Heat sneak in there. Just because of Wade? Yeah, it would be yeah. cool. And then um, I think Pistons and then Nets will also be in there. I want to see the Nets make it. Yeah. Because I got this thing. With the Nets, and I got this thing with the Clippers. I'm not claiming fanhood of either one of these teams. Don't get it twisted. Still a Dubs fan. Been a Dubs fan. Will continue to be a Dubs fan no matter what happens with that with that team moving forward. Um, but the Clippers and the Nets are two of the underdogs, if we will bring back that just awful, <laughs> awful uh, phrasing from earlier in the show. But uh, they are the underdogs in their market, right? When you think of L.A., you think of the Lakers. You don't really think of the Clippers. When mm-hmm. you think of New York, you think of the Knicks. You don't yeah. think of the Nets. I mean, I granted the Nets are kind of newly implanted in Brooklyn. But it'd be nice to kind of see those fan how, bases. How far away were they from their old place in Jersey? Uh, that's a good question. Because I don't see. I've never been back east in that area. 
So Everything's really just really crazy. It is together. so close to get like it's different part like they're different regions. I mean different like parts every big of different city cities. is like three three hour drive away. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Like in every direction too. It yeah. just doesn't matter where you go from like New York to like DC, I feel like it's like that. So there's just a big city every Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like it's like three hour, hours hour east of like Philly. Three, hours, three yeah. hours east of Philly is uh is Pittsburgh, I think. And then like three hours east of Pittsburgh is another big city. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know where the Nets' back. new place is, but I know, I mean, the old place is, but I know in Brooklyn, it's just the Nets, this was a franchise that really rushed things early, traded away all the draft picks, didn't work out. They've slowly but surely kind of rebuilt with what they've had, and they've, they've got this opportunity to make the playoffs. Uh, it's not like they're going to win a series. Uh, th- th- they can make some noise. They could win, like, maybe a game or two in a playoff series, but it'd be good. It'd be a good look for them to make mm-hmm. the playoffs. Uh and then you just got the Knicks who are abysmal because they think that one draft pick is going to turn around. I mean, it could, but they also think that they're going to get these free agents after they've been abysmal for how long and just so terribly run. And it's just like, why do you think that people, you just like the Lakers, you think people are just going to flock to you because you're a team like that. And it's just, that's not the case. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's just funny to me. And then in LA, you have the Lakers, you know, with the Lakers, uh, is this the last time that we're gonna see LeBron be dominant? Like, what what superstars are gonna go play with him to where we're really gonna see LeBron blossom again? I don't know how much the recruiting is gonna do this summer. I think he's a big uh, thing. He has to do some acting, probably. Uh, yeah, Space Jam too. Won't be able to recruit. Or are they are they filming that next year? Nope, nope. They're doing it this summer, I believe. Well, then he has his whole entire offseason filled. He's gonna be trying to recruit. You know what he'll do is at night he'll get drunk, wine drunk, and he'll start texting. He'll oh, start, just like the late night text. He'll start drunk oh, texting yeah. other guys in the league. He'll just be like, you know, I've always thought that you and me could or make he'll a terrific. Slide in some DM. Make a model dynamic on duo. Uh, Instagram. No, not not a model. Was it'll it was, be what other. Was, what was the what was the tag? What was the tag of that one girl? Big booty hoe. Oh, yeah, that one. That one was ridiculously <laughs> out of pocket, but. He's a changed man since then. Now he's refined his taste to both the women and and the wine. Uh-huh, but I'm saying, uh-huh. I'm saying he definitely definitely can't rule out the possibility of him getting so wine drunk in the off season that he just starts hitting up, colluding with other players. He's just like, you know, we make such a great team, you and me, together, dynamic duo. Mm-hmm. Lots of emojis. Love Bas- emojis. Basketball emojis. All right, uh, so yeah, I think that could be the last time that we see dominant LeBron. I don't know who he's going to bring in to help him. Um, so yeah, not a good look, but good luck, I guess. You know, We'll see. I'm talking a lot of smack for somebody who has no idea what the Warriors are going to do this <laughs> offseason. But like I said, I'll still, be, I'll still be rooting the dubs on, even if this thing gets blown up. So I'm enjoying it. Three straight. Three. Three straight. Four and five, but with another they three. They should two. have five straight, but or beyond going or trying to go on a five straight. Yeah. Uh yeah yeah well the because they already did the three no they, they didn't do the three p this would be the three p yeah this will be the back to back to back this will be historic this will put you in a, in a certain class an upper echelon if you will all right now it is time for the pop culture update are you are you stupid it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter I tell you it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter it just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. All right, Flan, take it take it from here. I'll take it from here. Um, I know you and I are big Batman fans, right? Oh, yeah, huge Batman fan. They had a trailer today that's a Joker-only movie. A Joker origin story. And I hate these movies because it just seems like they're trying to milk money out of a franchise. Now you know how I feel about the Star Wars movies. 
I've only, they only, they've only made one good movie out of the whole Star Wars thing since the originals, and that's Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Episodes one, two, three, seven, eight, Solo have been trash, but Rogue One was good. Seven wasn't bad, but Rogue One was the better of them. Um, but yeah, the originals were great. But uh, they've been doing or Joker origin story, the Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> who actually is a pretty damn good actor, but and the thing is, like, you, after Heath Ledger did his right, whole right, thing, just like retire this it's role. Like, yeah, right, yeah, nobody should ever play that role again. Uh, in the last time I think we got a Joker was Jared Leto, and that was awful. I never saw it, so I didn't see it, but I saw the previews, and I was like, no, thank you, I can't <laughs> do that. But yeah. um, there's that, and then also, oh, there's more. Yes. Oh, wait, there's more. Uh, they uh, what was it fan? What, what's the movie ticket website? Fandango. Fandango. It crashed on yesterday. It crashed. Oh, I bet I know. I bet I know why. They had a because the Dumbo pre-sales. No, actually, I saw that movie yesterday. How was it? I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Review of Dumbo on a scale of one to five. Uh, what, what, what would you what would you make five? Like, what kind of movie is five? What do you mean? Like, give me a movie. You that tell would me. Be. It's you're the you're the film critic on a scale of one to five. How good is or Dumbo? Is it, we're doing Disney movies. No, just a general Any movie. A general oh, movie. Three. Oh, I mean, oh like, wow! Very low. No, I'm kidding. A three. Interesting. Like, I'm saying five's like Gladiator. That's like, a and that's that a Tim. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But that's a Tim Burton movie, and it was his take on it. And it was like, uh, wasn't it? Supposed I enjoyed to it. I, I it got mixed reviews. I was kind of surprised it got mixed reviews. I thought. I mean, I understand like had getting like a seventy percent of Rotten Tomatoes, but I didn't think it was. Like, I don't. People were giving like thirty percent of something. Because it didn't really that. focus on the elephant that much. I heard. So. It was more f- so focused on like. It was more focused on the two kids and the dad. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who. That's, it was, that's who. That's who most of the movie was focused on. It wasn't really. It was. It wasn't really the elephant. Okay. It was the elephant kind of brought the family together, and that's what they really made it about. Interesting. All right, back to your Avengers talk because I know that's what you're getting at. But uh, Fandango uh, died yesterday because they had pre-sale tickets for Avengers. It's dead, it's gone. Or did they resuscitate no, they, did they, they resuscitate it? They resuscitated it. Okay. It crashed. But uh my boy shout out to Michael Jensen got me and him tickets to go see it at ten o'clock on the Thursday night. And it's a three hour movie, so with previews I won't be out there until one thirty in the morning. Wow. Thank you for Dedication. Your yeah, thank you for your service. Shout out Nipsey Hustle. That was that was a song on his newest album, Dedications Country <laughs> Lamar. Great song. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's where I'm going to take over because it's a little weird, but yes, um, didn't have a show on Sunday because when I was awoken from a nap from a message from one Curtis Klinger, thank you, Kurt, I just got a a message that said RIP Nipsey, and I didn't believe it at first and had to go on social media. Now, before I sound like that white kid, because I'm about to sound like that white kid, I am no, by no means claiming the streets or anything like that. But uh, transcendent man, both musically and uh, out of the booth, just from what he was doing for his community and the businesses that he was putting on for himself. So, uh, but yeah, that music, man. Like I got, I got a long, long list of friends back when you were when you were getting your shit together, and I wasn't, and I and I didn't have my shit together. And our past, you know, I mean, we've been friends for a long mm-hmm. time, but there was a moment where our paths weren't aligned because yeah. you were you were busy getting your shit together, and I was not. So, um, and then, you know, so I can vouch for the friends that I was with when I started to get my shit together, uh, because Nipsey was the music that I, you know, was playing while I was getting my shit together. So, I mean, obviously he did way more than that. And that's very egocentric to just focus on that. But like, yes, my favorite rapper, 
uh, died. You know, he got shot, he got taken from us, and it's just, it's very unfair. Not, and then, you know, and that's just looking beyond the music standpoint. Was, um, did you ever find out why he got shot, or is he just bad luck? It was a, it was a personal, a personal matter. So, uh, the, what I've heard is, there's been two different reasons why. There's the conspiracy theory, because he was going to talk, he made a doc, he was making a documentary about Dr. Sebi, who was a, Pretty much just a, like a, a whatever you'd call like an herbologist or uh, that's not a word, but you know what I'm saying. Somebody that mm. plays around with uh, West or Eastern medicine with a bunch of like different spices and um, and like uh, just earthy substances and whatnot, very natural ways of healing. So he claimed to have a cure for AIDS, and the uh, he actually won a case against the government that that showed that he had the cure for AIDS, and then he was murdered. Uh, by the government, I think the, that was one of those like secret things for the government. I'm 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 mixing up those details because I I didn't investigate it too too much. I just knew that Nip had an affinity for Doctor Sebi, and uh, then and then to see what he was doing away from it, like this guy was he was funding you know STEM it STEM education in the hood. Like it was just he was he was someone that was giving back to where he came from, and it was frustrating to see somebody rise up in that place and take it from take him from there along with take it from him you know uh so supposedly it's a uh a, an old an old member old rolling 60s gang member that he used to to roll with who was a, a bona fide snitch so mm-hmm. he, had, he had been on record as a snitch nipsey did not want him around him and that's when the gunfire ensued so i don't know it's just it's an unfortunate circumstance, but yes, that, that like that that is my favorite rapper. That was that that is still you know was is still gonna play his music. Uh, so that's why I figured to change it up with the start and finish tonight. So little little hint there, um, but it's you know it's unfortunate, man. It's just really sad. But I've also I've also seen uh, what's dope is it's kind of like he's like your rapper's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, right? Like you he wasn't super mainstream and that's what was kind of cool about liking him at first it's like because dude he's doing it all on his own like he ain't signed a no label like he's you know building up his clothing brand and all that shit and all the side projects but like to see the the impact that he had on not just la but like across you know the world like the outpour of support that he's got like dude they're they talked about nipsey hustle on ksro mm-hmm. like they talked about his death like they talked about the reaction that he's getting they talked about getting the killer like he's He's mainstream, like he's, you know, like Oprah invested in that fool. Like, yeah. we, I'm, I'm, I think I know Jay Z did for sure, but I'm pretty sure Oprah did too with his buying his CDs. Like it was, it was just crazy. Just a transcendent individual, and it's unfortunate that he's gone. And that's, you know, like now I think I'm done sounding super white. So that was just, you know, me trying to balance like my undying fandom and very upset, like, cause nobody around here, no, uh, like I know like two two people that maybe like him as much as. Like I, I, I think that I know that I like him, you know, mm-hmm. like, cause I, I probably like him too much, you know, <laughs> like I dragged Kurt off to Petaluma to go see him play. He did not play, but he showed up and I saw the silhouette of him standing up there with his Cuban links. He was smoking a blunt and he explained the situation on what was going on. And I was just like, man, like that what sucks. was going on. They didn't pay him. Oh. So yeah, he, <laughs> he claimed that there was something wrong with the equipment and it's just, it's so facto. That means they did not have the money that they promised to pay him uh-huh. because he was driving a pretty high bargain at that point. Like, I've never I, been to the Phoenix. Not that great a place. Like the first time I heard him was in 2011. So I just got, they had those dances there, right? For like, uh, the they, they thing, had, like they had show stuff out there. thing. Yeah. They used to have stuff there, and then like uh, the other places. I don't, I don't remember that stuff. But um, yeah. So first time I heard him was in 2011, and 
like really really became a fan fan like 2012 2013 and then that's when kind of started to use his music as like a model to try and get better in life but it's uh, it's just it's very unfortunate um and i feel bad for not only his family but all the other rest of the fans that you know and his community that that feel that they that he was a part of them to some degree you know so that's it's very unfortunate but uh yeah. Do you have anything else to add, Flynn, or are we just going to add it on that kind of quasi-weird End it on tribute? that, baby. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back on Sunday. Uh, we'll, the, the final the final college basketball game will be lined up. They'll have, they'll be done with the Final Four, and it'll oh, be a quick, quick thing. championship In game. a week from today, Yeah. I will not be here. Why? i got to get ready for Coachella, and i oh, okay. got some stuff my mom i got to do. Awesome. Okay. FYI. Thank you. Thank you, and I'm sure all the listeners appreciate that. You're welcome, listeners. Yeah, okay. All right, so that'll do it for us. Uh, For the haters and losers, of which there are many. You are allowed to go fuck yourself. Until next time. Excitement like I can sense an indictment Swear I hope that I'm wrong But just in case I'm on my tip Forever on some fly shit However illogic Spend a regular nigga monthly income on my outfit See I was front day house with rocks inside of my mouth When jealous niggas that hate me had their feet up on the couch And then we made it out And now we standing here Hope niggas don't think this type of shit gon' magically appear If so I got some news for you They say like some bitches to sing the blues to you Pay attention to her so I got the rules for you, made my way through the maze and I left some clothes for you, now it's up to you, are you gone, take heed and get paid, and scream all money in until your dying day, say fuck the middle man, get on your grind to save, or are you more the type to have your mind enslaved, they telling me they believe and I got style for days, and when I do drop an album they'll be proud to pay, still out here on this mission and I'm miles away, somehow I feel like recently I found my way, way, feeling that could rival those and you could pop a molly you could sniff a pile of coke you could make a hundred million fuck a thousand hoes but when it's all over all that count is how the story's told so write my name down write my aim down to do this my way and court my own lane out shit change they say i don't act the same now but it was either that or blow my fucking brains out niggas dissing me got me tempted to change routes pressure building up gotta let this pain out Gotta think smart, gotta map my plays out Before I kill these niggas broad, they and yell my gang out But I stay in this game and get my change out Figure out how to deal with it and see what fame's about I got the secret to success, do your thing now Or you can keep watching cable on the same couch Whatever niggas reap, they sowing Me, I be out in Vegas smoking Stupid view, city lights glowing Wine tasting, filet mignon and food rosin many people call just a few chosen and that's why i go hard because i do notice she tells me that i'm wrong for not using emotions too busy to love abroad and i can't lose focus but maybe in a different life maybe when we make it we'll meet at the finish line maybe this is fate maybe god will send a sign but more than likely he'll say nigga grind yeah so here i go on my second win i'm checking shit off my bucket list then it's getting thin Run out of shit to buy in places you ain't never been And what you'll value most is an honest friend
costs from the bank is more deposited. Seven days a week, I be at my offices. Keys to the city, nigga, I'm the hottest, even if the OGs don't acknowledge it. Gone. It's not really how you start, it's not about a lay. It's about the overall rates. That's one of the reasons why I'm a marathon runner. I ain't no sprinter. I said it last year when I 